if we can pick up your levels. You know, I do talk really loud, so you will have to talk loud because, like, my guest last week was doing ASMR. They could not oh, really? hear. <coughs> okay. Oh, we got these levels, girl. I'm She's pretty loud. I've just got this go. weird. I feel so bad that my voice sounds so awful. It sounds the same as normal to me. Really? Yeah. Okay. Extra Extra is not live. Catherine Heigl is back, bitches. Barbara Streisand is canceled. Icelandians are mad at Justin Bieber. And Cardi B is trying to trademark gay culture. All this and more with your hosts, Julian Gonzalez and Annabelle Seymour. Let's get extra. Hello, welcome back to Extra Extra, your favorite podcast. How do I know it's your favorite podcast? Because you tuned in again to listen to me this week. It's me, your host, Julian Gonzalez. Please, if you're out there and this is your first time hearing this, follow me on Instagram at North Hollywood Jewels. As everyone knows, when I first created my Instagram account in 2013, I was a little late to the game and I was a little insecure, which I still am to this day. But that's a different story. When I created the account, I wanted followers. So everyone knows I did buy a thousand followers. This is not new information. <laughs> But, you know, I am a changed person. I don't like seeing a number that is fake. So what did I do one day this week when I was sitting at home alone, bored with nothing to do because I don't have a social life? I deleted all the accounts that I assumed are bot followers or at least followers that I don't see actually liking my posts, watching my stories. You know, a lot of my followers that are active on Instagram are haters anyway, so they won't even watch my story or like my posts, which I don't care about because guess what? I don't watch stories because I don't really care about what people are doing. Okay. I watch my own story, but I mean, my life's interesting to me, irregardless. So now my numbers are very low, which is okay. I don't need followers. But if you want to follow me, all I'm saying is you can follow me at North Hollywood Jewels. Thank you. In addition, while I'm plugging my Instagram, you know, we're going to be all over the place because, you know, I do have ADHD, EFG. If you listen to this podcast right now, can you please send this podcast, this episode, a link to this episode, whether you're listening to it on Apple Podcasts, Spotify, Google Search Engine, Safari Networks, YouTube, YouTube streaming services, the radio. I don't know. However you're listening to this podcast, why don't you send it to five people that may have never heard of it? Then again, I say it every week. Those five people, when they hear this message, will send it to five more people. Five times five. It's a lot of people. So listen, if I squared, a lot more people. Spread spread my gospel. Spread my truth. Spread my podcast. You know, I do this for fun, but it would be fun if people actually listen to it. Now, I don't even know if I have listeners out there. So listen, if you are listening, y'all are already tuned out probably because this intro is too long. But if you are listening, why don't you go to my page on Instagram at North Hollywood Jewels, and you can just put in the comment, taste with the hands up emoji. And in my comments, so that I know that you are a listener. That would be fabulous. Moving on with the program. You guys, this week I am joined by one of my comedy idols. Everyone knows that this, I wouldn't say woman, but she is just a person. I don't need to put gender onto it. But they are the first person to ever put me in something. And the last person, the first <laughs> okay. and last person. Okay, now this this is a comedian, improviser. I'm sure she's done stand-up. Is she a masseuse? I don't know. Mm -hmm. She does a lot of stuff. She tried off her basketball team today. Was she good? No. <laughs> but listen, she did have a table read for a pilot she wrote, which I forgot the name at this time. But she did make me the starring role in my head. And 
it felt very good if this ever gets picked up i know she will cast me mm-hmm. if the networks let her mm-hmm. it's annabelle seymour hi yes you did you were so good in that table read i know and that table that pilot actually got me a job oh so it's actually i'm oh I'm what are you very doing grateful I'm a, I'm a writer on a show, and literally that script. Annabelle, I didn't know you were a writer for a TV. Okay, I, I didn't say TV writer. Hold on. Well, TV writer to the stars. <laughs> no, but I should have told you that. I should have sent an email to everybody that came to that table read and thanked them because it was a very useful thing. Can you talk about what show you're writing for? I can't really talk about that, but I can say that it's going to be on Netflix in two years. Wow. But I can't give, I don't think I can give That's exact okay. Details. Honestly, that's just okay. I'm so, congratulations. <laughs> I <you>. love this. <laughs> It's crazy, and it's uh, it's sort of basketball related, which is why I tried out for a basketball team. Oh, today so you can get that experience. Yes, Immersify. But I was very bad, and I um, I f- I truly thought I was gonna pass out in the middle of the court after playing for about ten minutes. So, well, that's maybe they my need journey. a water girl. Yeah, I mean, I would love to a cheerleader support women. Yeah, um, and not you know have to play ever again in my life because mm-hmm. it was it was. It was horrible. Do they have a mascot? Do they need someone in a costume? You know, I actually, I think I was, I think I was the mascot for the high school basketball girls team in high, I think. And it was. You don't remember? Well, because it wasn't like a big, I mean, you know, it was like a girls basketball team at a school that didn't value sports anyway. But I think that they had made me wear a, a, a face mask that looked like a basketball, but with a face painted on it. So it was like, you're putting a bas essentially like a latex basketball on your head that had like a smiley face. Mm-hmm. It was really not a well thought out. Isn't the mascot. mascot usually like an animal or something? Yeah. And in my school, it was like, they had one mascot costume that was the Falcon. And it was for the football team, but they, for some reason, I just remember them make putting this basketball on my head and I did it like once and then I was like this is stupid I don't want to do this because I was on the basketball team in eighth grade but then I quit to join the musical oh I get it just really where if you don't know Annabelle you don't know that she is very tall so she can't play female basketball or male basketball I thought thought that it would help me and it and I'm really that bad that being six feet tall I am Mm. worse at basketball than almost everybody else yeah yeah than everybody else not almost yeah well, but I'm like really bad at everything, so you're in good company. Me too. I can't do shit. I can't do nothing. Can I curse on the podcast? Yes, please. <laughs> <laughs> Is this going to be on TV? It might be. <laughs> um, but yeah. Once those checks start life. to clear from Netflix, you better um, tell them to not use Google uh, Search Engine on Annabelle Seymour. That's true. I'm going to get in trouble. Because <clears throat> you don't want them to hear what you're saying. And I, yeah. But here, I'll just, I'm just going to be free for the moment. Yes. But As you know... Free the titty, free the voice. I did. I, my titties free are off. free right now. I had to take my bra off when I was oh, playing it's still basketball. Off. It's still off because it was so painful to breathe through the bra. So I took it off. Oh, my God. And I'm still not wearing it. And I feel great. Yeah. I feel great for you. Yeah. I mean, thank I, you. My titties are out, too. Everybody's titties are out today here at the yeah. podcast. And it's feeling good. It's the best thing. My producer's titties are out, too. Oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. She looks great. <laughs> she looks really free annabelle yeah usually in the podcast we have like two segments it's top five which are my top five stories of the week mm-hmm. and then five more stories that i ask if they're too extra or just enough mm-hmm. but really all these stories are pretty much either too extra or just enough and mm-hmm. none of them are really my top five because as everyone knows that's been listening 2019 has been a snooze fest so far when it comes to celebrity news and pop culture like the celebrities aren't giving us what we want what we need you know they're supposed to be giving us the fantasy like we look to them to 
act out things in our life that we can't act out, mm-hmm. you know, to go away from our bad lives and we want to like live in their life we want you know in real life we can't do some of the things that these celebrities can do whether that be shop like them eat like them mm-hmm. fight like them open you know, up a club in Mykonos yeah like, like them. them so but these celebrities just aren't giving us what we need so it's really like I'm kind of over my having a top five story okay. I haven't come up with new segments I do have 10 stories great so I just want to know if you think when we're going through the stories do you think they're either too extra meaning that the person or the situation is just doing too much they need to stop push on the brakes <laughs> okay or is it just enough you want more okay great. so the wording is kind of the opposite of what it means i understand okay some people don't i get oh it god can you smash that bud yeah thank you oh my god just leave it there <laughs> oh my god <laughs> just leave it instead oh, it's in my hand oh, it's meaty <laughs> meaty that's the one i tried to catch earlier did you see me try to catch yes, it yes i did but i just took care of business right yes now. uh feminism 2020 oh uh, yeah that's me taking care of business with my own hand first up yeah we need to protect lizzie mcguire at all costs yes while at home with her boyfriend and two children in her beverly hills home hillary duff noticed a man lurking around her house outside the two managed to uh spur the person to flee and then they called the police who discovered a missing window screen Hmm. this is scary first of all lindsay why aren't you in a gated house with a gate and a security system i mean (laughs) Lindsay, is that her kid's name? Uh, sorry. Lindsay, daughter of Hillary Duff. <laughs> what are you doing? No, her kid's name is like Birdie or something. Oh, I don't know. I mean, my reaction to that, or do you want to do your reaction? No, you first? go, please. I mean, that doesn't feel extra enough to me. That feels like any, if you chose a woman named Hillary Puff and told that story, it would be the same. There's nothing, there's nothing about that story that it being Hillary Duff makes any damn difference, don't you think? Yeah, but, oh, sorry, just like. You have something in your mouth? <laughs> I think like if she had done, if she had gotten him out of the house by doing like a musical performance. Yeah. Then I would be like, what an interesting story about Hillary Duff. But having someone lurking around your house, it's L.A., baby. Yeah. And it's scary. I mean, to me, this is too extra that her that her house is not secure. Like, Lindsay. Why do you keep saying Lindsay? Hillary. Whatever you want. Hillary. She's listening. I know it because okay, I love Hillary Duff. Okay, I watch funny. Younger, so I love Hillary Duff. Hillary, you need a, first of all, a, a gate with the metal, like, right. spikes that stick at the top so no one can even jump over the fence. Then she needs also a security system with cameras and, like, lights and noises and jingles yeah. and stuff. And then, it's at the end of the day, it's too extra that this man is lurking in her house. Like, what out of everyone we can stock hillary duff okay please do you think but i don't think i believe that this man did not know that this was hillary duff's house. you think, think somebody's trying to break some, into a big somebody, house yeah. and i also think there's something i always think about this because it's like some people sometimes when you put too much protection in your house it's almost like Inviting. like i feel like super rich people don't put protection in their house because they're like i live in a nice enough neighborhood that i don't even have to worry like yeah. i feel like when you, it's almost like it's like some weird mental thing about people like who want a fancy house. It's like you don't want to have a bunch of fences and stuff because then it's like what you can't like live in a place where you don't need a fence. Yeah. So I think that Hillary Duff is thinking that she's hot shit and she doesn't need a fence. And I think that this man didn't even know it was Hillary. I think True. she's got to get it together. Oh, that's my point. Who's paying to fix this this missing window screen, though? I know it's not coming out of my pocket if I'm Hillary Duff. Uh-uh. I don't think she's going to ask you. I think that you are not on her list of people she's going to ask no, to fix her, her window. No, po- I'm saying her pocket. <laughs> oh, yeah. If I'm Hillary Duff, 
If I'm Hillary Duff, I'm not paying to fix this window screen. The government better pay for it. My tax dollars better pay for it. I'm yes. not paying for it. I think that she, yeah. Where's but my also, insurance? Might I just say, a screen isn't going to keep anybody. A screen will keep a bug out. Yeah. A screen isn't going to keep a, she needs bars on the windows. Yeah. That's what you do. Mm-hmm. I don't know what she's thinking. You're right. I mean, she should have more protection, but I bet she's too proud. Yeah. That's what I think. She's too proud. Yeah, and I think she's been. She's out here letting people taste her breast milk. She's too proud. Yeah, she's too proud. I I think she shot herself in the foot with this one. Mm -hmm. Now, one of my faves, my absolute favorites, Catherine Heigl, is headed back to TV. Now she has been, I guess, on Suits, but honey, it's not the starring role. Now she will be the lead and executive produce. The show, the CBS pilot, Our House. Mm-hmm. Now, the multi-can comedy is about a married couple who are committed to raising their kids with the love and support of Bridget, her character, never got as a kid, but discover how difficult that is when they've moved into her childhood home with her insane parents and siblings back in the picture. Hmm. This sounds like a show I will not be watching. Yeah. The, I don't like the, uh, the plot. It's just not giving me anything right now. This is too extra. I mean, it's like Catherine, Catherine. It's a comedy. We don't know Catherine as a comedian. No, this we know her as a dramatic actress or a rom-com lead. Yeah, I don't think this is the right. This is not the her. right pick. I feel like there's so many great actresses who have gone this route recently doing a multicam mm-hmm. like, yeah, I just uh, like what's Jenna Fisher from The Office was like a like a mom in a multicam. Mm-hmm. I feel like um a couple I'm I'm blanking on a couple of ladies that I definitely should know their names. It's like honestly, give this role to Mila Kunis. She's busy doing nothing. Uh, since I would she give won't, it to Mila Kunis. Yeah, yeah, since Mila Kunis will not open the fucking restaurant, I keep telling her to open for now What's four that? years. <laughs> because she was complaining a few years ago, oh like people only want me people only cast me in movies where I'm sexualized or they want me in photo shoots mm-hmm. where I'm sexualized. And I said, Well girl, that's your role that you've played. Mm-hmm. So if you don't like the role that you're playing open a restaurant at the end of the day she like i've said before she's not a meryl streep so she will not be giving meryl streep performances she's a funny girl and she's a beautiful girl but she's not gonna give us dramatic so roles you, so you think so. the only move is to open a, a restaurant, restaurant. It's, it's not there's no other move not a sub shop not an alkaline water store just open a restaurant the, the mila can you imagine the mila kunis restaurant to be, be you, your ukrainian american yeah, ukrainian. cuisine pierogies we don't have that in LA. Yeah, well, Americans will eat that up. <laughs> yeah. I think if she had her own sexy pierogies and just leaned into her sex appeal. Yeah. Uh, I would go. I get it. Like time's up. She doesn't want to be that sexy girl anymore. Right. But at the end of the day, I think this would be a good role for Mila Kunis. Right. The mom, a funny mom. Yeah. A I don't funny see, mom. I think Catherine Heigl, I mean, Catherine Heigl has had a stick up her ass her whole life. And I love Catherine Heigl. She gives me rom-coms for days. I'll watch all her rom-coms. I'll eat them up. Yeah. But she should do like a like a monster type gritty film. Yeah, like she should do something where she's like a, like a like leans into being like pegged uh, as a bitch. I mean, yeah, she, well, she was always, in that movie like a year or two ago oh. with um where she did play the bitch when she was with um, it was either Rosario Dawson or one of these girls. I didn't see that. It was so good. Oh, oh you have to see it. It's like called, I want to see her like her hair matted, uh-huh. like a gun wandering through the woods mm-hmm. like and being like where's my bitches yeah i need to see her like, in like the walking dead yeah or like american horror story mm-hmm. or like she could have really been gypsy rose blanchard in the act <laughs> <laughs> i think she could have been like natalie portman in annihilation oh ooh, like or yes. she could have been one of those annihilation girls yeah 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 the gina rodriguez mm-hmm. one yeah mm-hmm. like i really think that that yeah i see that because 
but I mean, you know, I, I, uh, I, the Catherine Heigl of it all, I definitely see through the lens of like women, like any woman that isn't perfectly pleasant is like labeled a bitch, which is yeah. so fucking unfair. Yeah. And, and as we know, it's not even her fault. It's no. her mother's fault. Well, her mother was no allegedly is always like everyone they really couldn't stand Catherine Hagel because her mother was in there fighting with everyone yeah. but also we know do know that Catherine Hagel was a teen star so maybe she had an air about her that I'm better than you which but she deserves she to right. yeah she's and better like, than us I just feel like if she doesn't have to play the 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 if she isn't Mila Kunis like she doesn't have to play like the sexy yeah. Like go play something like gritty and weird. Yeah. Like go be like a you know like a prostitute. Or yeah. Something. Like I want to see her as like Britney Spears in the Gimme More music video. Yeah. Or she could play Britney Spears in the Made for TV movie about Britney Spears. <gasps> and that would work because she's the she's, blonde. Hair. She's blonde and she could play Britney Spears in the future if they do like a um, oh, time travel Britney yes. Spears biopic. <gasps> wait 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 wait. They Britney Spears has a new musical coming out which is not about yes. it's not about Britney Spears's life. It's about <laughs> prince, Disney princesses but it's with Britney Spears music. Catherine Hagel needs to play the lead. Yeah, I think Even that would though it's be a princess, great. she wouldn't be playing Britney Spears, but she would just be like one of the princesses. She could be Cinderella. She could be Cinderella. She could be Sleeping Beauty. Oh, I got a pitch. Yes. Zombie Cinderella starring mm-hmm. Catherine Heigl. Disney, make it happen. I think we need it. We should just go. It's like, you know, they're like a mile away. So we should just go. You know hi. how they have that new movie coming out with Molly Shannon where she plays that lesbian poet? I do not. They should have given that to Catherine Heigl. Now, Molly Shannon lesbian looks like poet, she. Yeah. Who's that? Virginia Woolf? She looks like Nicole Kidman. No. Or you're just saying she looks like Virginia Woolf, the actual person. That's, is that the lesbian poet, Virginia Woolf? Uh, I think so. I mean, she's okay. She, yeah. So then that's who Molly Shannon is playing in a movie. Okay. And it looks great with Molly Shannon, but Catherine Heigl should have got the role. Okay. I understand. But Molly Shannon looks like she's about to get an Oscar. Yeah. Catherine Heigl can do the non Oscar version of that movie. Yeah. The red box. Yeah. The red box version. <laughs> yeah. So we really are figuring out everyone's careers today. Well, uh, speaking about a career that's going to be canceled. Yeah. Barbara? Barbara Streisand mm. needs to stick to cloning her dogs and stop sharing her opinion <laughs> on popular culture. Because in an interview with the British newspaper The Times, Barbara shared her baffling stance on the Leaving Neverland documentary. Now, have you watched it? Of course. All of it. All three. Oh, yes. Okay. Let me tell Oprah. you, because the Oprah special was the best part. Best part. I would have just... I wish I, I just, just watched, watched that. that. Oh, my God. I wasted four hours of my life. She, her top was so cool. Yeah. You see, what, remember what she was wearing? She had a cool like just everything about time. it, like the way the question she was asking was getting right to the point. I like that the audience is all survivors. Mm-hmm. She was getting their opinions. I loved it. I ate it up. Mm-hmm. Now back to Barbara. She said she absolutely believed the allegations of sexual assault made by James Safechuck and Wade Robson, but simultaneously she expressed sympathy for Michael Jackson and questioned the lasting impact of his abuse. Mm-hmm. Quote, his sexual needs were his sexual needs coming from whatever childhood he has or whatever DNA he has. You can say molested, but those children, as you heard say, they were thrilled to be there. They both married and they both have children. So it didn't kill them. She has missed the point, honey. She missed the mark. She Barbara, you can't. The point. You can't. You can't be. You can't be uh, pro victims, but also pro. Do you think Michael? Molester, yeah. I mean, yeah, it's, it's just sort of like missing she, the idea that like it's I feel like so much of what Oprah was saying and so much of the movie was like 
Yeah, they were happy because they thought they were in love, which is the part of the grooming. The grooming of it. Like, well, you groom the family, you groom. And yeah. when we get back to this word grooming, I was at the club yesterday. Yes. And they were playing Drake. And I do say boycott Drake because I've never listened to Drake. Okay. But as we know, he is grooming Millie Vanilli Bobby Brown from 13 oh, Reasons yes, Why. I heard or about that. Yeah. The Hunger Games. What the fuck she's on? She was from Stranger Things. Stranger Things. I'm like, I know she's on one of these shows. Yeah. He is grooming her. And he has been known to groom a lot of other young uh, females before... Um, they turn 18 and it, not nobody talking about it. This I, is another yeah. Michael Jackson on our hands. I hope. I mean, I hope not. I hope that it doesn't turn out that way. It will be. I'm, I'm, it will. I'm with you. I mean, we'll see what happens. But You don't just get these allegations and they don't come true, honey. People yeah. aren't just pulling this shit out of their asshole. But I'm hoping that these documentaries and all this stuff, it just shows like I feel like the R. Kelly documentary and the Michael Jackson yeah. documentary just show it's like fame is so fucking powerful and, like, and toxic. And here's your kids, the thing. Put your kids in school. Yeah. Don't send them to a recording studio. Though I do not blame the parents. I, I blame, blame the parents. The I, mean, I, I blame the parents because they wanted the fame as much as they uh, more than the children. And at the end of the day, I just it's don't like, want to shift <gasps> the blame off the actual people. But yes, yeah, the, the blame parents. is to the parents. That's true. And I always blame the mom more than the dad because as a mother, you are more protective of your children. That shit came out of you. <laughs> That's true. A lot of men leave their children. They don't even care. I blame true. the dad, too. But I blame these mo- mothers because they're like, oh, Michael Jackson needed us. Honey, Michael Jackson did not need you. He needed you for your child, yeah. for your little son. It was weird how they like, yeah, they were like faxing with Michael Jackson. It's like yeah. at a certain point. I, I don't know. It, yeah, it, it's, it's a mess. But Barbara, you missed the point. Yeah, Barbara, Barbara you are can't. So this was too extra. I don't even know why she was talking about it. It is not funny, girl. <laughs> Get that joke? Yes. <laughs> I'm now, be proud of that for the rest of the Lindsay Lohan in training Bella Thorne is so over hair salons, I guess, because she's because uh, she uh, shared that she uses beer to lighten her hair hmm. in a video posted to her Instagram while at a pool party. Bella, with the help of her friend, poured an entire cup of beer in her hair. Quote for everyone harassing. Yes, it's beer. It naturally lightens hair. And people say it's good for you. My next film, my hair needs to be honey blonde. And she spelled honey wrong. Saving H U N N Y. Got it. Saving me a trip to the salon. Now, the real question here is does beer really help lighten your hair naturally? And the answer is no, according to um, Serge Normand at the John Frieda Salon. Quote, Bella isn't going to get light hair anytime soon using beer to lighten her hair. However, if she had opted for vodka, which has a much higher alcohol content, along with chamomile, lemon, and seltzer, and sprayed on her hair over a few days, it would be more effective. Um, That sounds delicious. I know. Like a chamomile tea, vodka, lemon, lemon. and seltzer. Mm-hmm. That sounds incredible. Like, which Lisa Vanderpump restaurant is this drink at? Yeah, I'm like, I'd pour that all over my mouth. Yeah. And then drink it. Uh huh. Um, I would bleach the whole you know inside what's of my interesting mouth. about this Bella Thorne thing is that I feel like every time I'm on social media or something, I keep seeing her hawking L'Oreal products. Mm-hmm. Like, have you noticed that? Uh, no, I, I don't follow celebrities. Oh, okay. No, I don't follow her either. I think mm. it's like a sponsored ad or something. I just keep seeing like Bella Thorne in this like overexposed bad photo selling l'oreal like hair conditioner oh, and yeah. i notice it because i notice like red when things are targeted at redheads i tend to notice yeah and she is a redhead i believe yeah. or maybe i'm thinking of the redhead from riverdale i might be thinking of the redhead from riverdale and i do dearly apologize oh yeah that's not is that not bella thorne no oh my god i'm so sorry so forget everything i said <laughs> 
That well, I will say I. Will, but that girl is so beautiful. That girl's red hair is. I see. I try to keep track of all the redheaded girls, and she. Did is you know there's a new, the first ever redheaded Victoria's Secret model? They have never had a redheaded Victoria's Secret model. No. Um, that makes sense because we're very pale. Yeah. And it doesn't really work with the aesthetic. But, um, what is that girl? What is the Riverdale girl's name? She has like Madeline like, something. Yeah. Anyway, so I I take back what I said because Bella is not selling any hair products i guess she's just selling beer yeah um she's trying to be she's like the edgy disney girl yeah you know, she was like on the she, show with zendaya yeah i think she's just trying to find a way to be kind of like edgy and in the news yeah because it's like that cool it's like she, that reminds me of the, like those cool girls who like open um beer bottles with their teeth yeah sort of like i don't i'm not like other girls i put beer in my hair yeah like, i like you know wear my boyfriend's underwear or whatever you know yeah. So I'm kind of not here for it. I'm yeah, it's too it. extra. Yeah, and then she used it. Extra. She used it to promote her books. I guess she's a book. She's like, oh yeah, I get more tips and tricks from my book. Yeah, no, I don't need that. Yeah, leave whatever. Ugh. Like it's like she. What is she like? Chrissy Teigen, but like yeah, dirty, but like trashier, like, trashy. Yeah, she's like I mean, the trailer park version idea. of Chrissy Teigen. Right. No, we don't need that. We don't need Chrissy Teigen. Well, I like Chrissy Teigen. I don't. I do want to make scrambled her scrambled eggs. Did you see Martha Stewart make scrambled eggs in a cappuccino machine? I watched that this morning, actually. And then she poured it out on a piece of toast. It yeah. looks so gross. The way she just like You just saw it, it, though? That's been like for months she's been talking about how that's how she cooks I her I think eggs. I've seen it before, but I, I happen to I'm watch like, it. I'm like, that's morning. absolutely disgusting. Right. And then she's like, oh, you just steam clean it. Also, like to have to the, the it's cleaning your what is your cappuccino going to taste like? Exactly. It has egg. Yeah. Like, you cannot get all that egg out. Yeah. Yeah, it's just not necessary. It does not make sense. Like, girl, just get a skillet. Yeah, it's also like, it's like this, the idea that that's like a DIY hack. It's yeah. like, if you're if you're rich enough to have a freaking cappuccino maker in your house, like, you probably can cook your eggs yeah. in other ways. Let me tell you a DIY hack, honey, okay? Yeah. If it's you live in a place where it's hot outside, yeah. get a piece of tinfoil, put it on the <laughs> floor, and crack egg open, your egg will fry on the hot cement, okay? Yeah. That's a DIY. That's a DIY. That's, like, when you, like, have to, when you have to use something to do something that you don't have things for. Yeah. But a cappuccino machine, uh, cappuccino machine. Yeah. Uh, that doesn't qualify. Make use your cappuccino machine. You make cappuccino. Mm-hmm. Seems to know. Yeah, froth your milk and move on. Yeah, matcha latte. Why don't you? Now Justin Bieber is being blamed for ruining the. Excuse my mispronunciation. The Freude Lanschefer Canyon in Iceland. <laughs> Freude Lanschefer Canyon was the location for Justin's "I'll Show You" music video. Mm-hmm. Now, before the video was shot, this particular canyon was situated in an obscure location with tourists hardly aware of it. But after Justin made the video, the canyon witnessed an influx of tourists that it became a major problem. Icelandic official Daniel Fryer Johnson said this canyon was somewhat unknown, but I think Icelanders have known about it a lot longer. The great increase in foot traffic began after Bieber came. There has been an increase of 50 percent to 80 percent between 2016, 2017 and 2018. So he's not here for real, okay? Mm-hmm. But not all Icelandians are blaming Mr. Haley Baldwin, okay? <laughs> Inga Hlyn <laughs> Pastdutter, director Pastdutter, director of tourism agency Visit Iceland said Iceland's extreme weather conditions have to take some of the blame. "Quote," I said the quote before. <laughs> it was the what? A quote. <laughs> 
I started the quote before it's the quote. Oh. In Iceland, you have extreme weather conditions. For example, springtime can be very difficult for nature when the snow is melting and everything gets more wet and muddy. It's just a natural wonder that wasn't meant to be that popular. Hmm. I mean, they had to have let him film there yeah it's you not guys like he snuck in and then made it so like they you guys signed releases you wanted people yeah. to talk about iceland yeah. not nobody was checking for iceland for like 20 years because bjork hasn't really been re- relevant for like a decade no. so nobody's really talking about iceland anymore you guys wanted it so it's honestly too extra that now you're complaining because he's detro- destroying shit i mean we have instagrammers and random common folk destroying <laughs> poppy fields because right. they want to take pictures so it's like the same thing humans were put on earth as a virus to destroy it. Sorry. And yeah, I just, I do feel like it's sort of like, Oh my God, we're so popular. Like it's like putting, being like, I'm going to take a picture with Justin Bieber and then be like, Oh my God, so many people are like following me. And it's like, well, why'd you take the photo with Justin Bieber? Yeah. You know? And I just feel like what they should do is put a couple of like, like you've got to lean in, make some money, like get, get some money to uh, help, yeah. you know, maintain it by just selling some shirts or yeah, some or like, like that. make it a wildlife conservation or yeah. something where you can, people can visit, but they have to pay money. So then yeah, it helps just sell some tickets. Yeah. So it helps um, maintain it. Right. I think the only way it's like, if we're going to do good, we can't complain about human greed and people being dumb. We just have to charge for exactly. it. Exactly. Here's the thing. Is Iceland good. mostly white people? Because white people yes. love to play the victim. So that's another case of Caucasian victim. I think that Iceland mean. is, yeah, playing the victim right now. Ugh. They should, yeah, if they don't want people coming, they shouldn't have yeah. Justin Bieber filmed them. Yeah, put Get up a fucking here. yellow tape and say you can't, if you really don't want people walking on it. Yeah. It's closed. I agree. But Get a fence like Hillary Duff. Let's sell some tote bags and yeah. get that shit Pins. back together. Pins. Lanyards. Uh-huh. Iron-ons. Stickers. Underwear. Un- get some underwear sold. Backpacks. Enter the canyon. Backpacks. I think a cute little uh, uh, notepad. Get a notepad. With a little pen with the logo. And then what they could say is, you know, have whatever ads they say, visit Iceland, donate to this thing, and then the money go. Yeah, I think they're not, yeah. they're complaining they're not thinking creatively. Yeah. It's like, yeah. Think, Honestly, think it's like, like Justin Stewart. Bieber. Are you like, yeah, Justin Bieber there? Now get his ex Selena Gomez there. Create more foot traffic. Yes, yes, yes. That should be like the canyon where everybody goes. Yeah. Yeah. Bros everywhere are high fiving because scary spice mel b brown let us let us slip that at the height of the spice girls fame she and jerry ginger spice hallowell had a sexual encounter while on tour on tour on tour i understood (laughs) quote it just happened and we're we just giggled and about it and that was that and then she w- later on went to apologize to Jerry because she said that it was like a spur of the moment thing that she talked about in an interview. She didn't mean to let it slip. She oh. knows that Jerry's like husband might not be here for it. Mm. So she apologized to Jerry. Well, I like that that began with like bros are <laughs> high fiving. I don't know why that news is relevant to bros, but I appreciate oh, I, that. That was they my care. commentary. I love it. No, I'm saying oh, because I, don't I don't don't, don't men love like when women like have sex. They do. I just love the idea that current <laughs> bros are like, yo, did you hear that thing about the Spice Girls back in the day? Do you hear that thing about these over 40 women? 
and something sexy that they did. I'm I'm into it. I love I like the fantasy that yeah. bros are. If bros are high five, if one bro high five the yeah. other bro over this news, I would be happy. Mm-hmm. I hope this that news should have come out last week on St. Patrick's Day and it would have yeah. been a lot bigger of a hit because first of all, St. Patrick's Day, ginger spice, redhead, redhead. Uh, bros drinking a lot of alcohol they would have heard this and they really would have been high five like yeah i feel about the spice girl scissoring being a redhead on saint patrick's day i do not enjoy why do people pinch you people well yeah i mean i just feel like it's like a thing i don't know what did i even do for saint patrick's day i don't know if i went out or anything but it's not my favorite yeah i mean i don't like it's not even a holiday it's like whatever yeah but i'm really proud of them for taking that girl power to the streets you know like you know not to the streets, I guess, but wherever yeah. they they did it, yeah, uh, and yeah, probably I mean, the tour bus, probably the tour bus. I think you know, I I think they were ahead of the curve even mm-hmm. more by just being like, yeah, gender, sexuality, it's all fluid, baby. Yeah, and it's all girl power. Love is love is love, and if she wants to go down on freaking ginger spice, like, yeah, do it. If she wants to zig a zig, ah, uh, ginger yeah. spice, zig a zig, uh, they, they do whatever they want. I love it. I love that news. Me too. I'm really. It's happy just about enough. That. That's just enough. Now, I want to know if they had, like, a gangbang, all five of them. I feel or like Baby, a, I could see Baby being like, no. Nah. Yeah, and Pasha's and like, Pasha. oh, no, absolutely yeah. not. Like, you can lick me, but I'm not licking you. But Sporty. Uh, yeah, Sporty, no, Sporty always thought she was a lesbian, let's be yeah. honest. I mean, she was giving me lesbian vibes. I mean, I've never known a woman to wear sneakers. <laughs> I'm joking. I wear sneakers today, <laughs> but that's because I have, I had to play basketball in them. I would have worn heels. That's a lie. I don't care about the celebrity, but it's, <laughs> and I really don't care about the story either, but okay. it's an interesting story nonetheless, mm-hmm. because honestly, I'm a pre- preference is that I am taking side of the celebrity. Okay. Listen, a UFC fighter who I've never heard of, because I don't know even what UFC is mm-hmm. named Frank Shamrock could be charged with animal cruelty after he abandoned a dog in a Dallas airport parking oh, garage no. for multiple days. Um, Frank initially searched for someone to care for his mother's dog, Zelda, on social media, but when he couldn't find anyone to take her, he instead tied the seven-year-old Labrador mix to the bed of a pickup truck and flew out to another state. Frank has admitted has admitted to abandoning Zelda, claiming that um, there was no other option for the old dog with a goofy hip. <gasps> On March 6th, Dallas police officers were notified of an abandoned pup by a witness at the Love Field Airport. The witness explained that they had noticed the dog in the bed of the truck when they first arrived at the airport parking garage on March 4th. But two days later, after returning from their trip, poor Zelda was still there. (gasps) On March 8th, Zelda was transferred to the SBCA of Texas Russell E. Dealey's Animal Rescue Center, where she currently remains under their care. Frank has also recently agreed to relinquish ownership of Zelda to the rescue center. Now, this is the, what he tweeted and put on Facebook before his trip. Quote, can anyone take a dog today in Dallas, Texas? My mom has has to give her dogs away as she can't care for them anymore. We will be at Dallas Love Field Airport by 4 p.m. and, and flights at 5 p.m. Another one was dog lovers. Please help Zelda, a great guard dog. And she um, has protected my mom for years. I have called every shelter and no kill pet center within 200 miles. Now I have to fly home and need some help. So I feel like the intention I, was there. Like he was trying to find a home for it. He didn't want to take it to a no kill, a kill shelter. And he really, in his mind, thought that his only option was. I it. don't understand. <laughs> he called every shelter for two. No. <laughs> That is a bunch of bullshit. It's called Craigslist. <laughs> Put it on. Fu- like, like. also, I just hate those like sort of like this is the best I could do. 
you tie a dog to a car and fly away, the dog will die. Okay, so fine. You made me change my mind. Because I really always here for him. I'm like, you know, he, he tried. Were. He tried. No, he I'm tried. not. No, no, no. No? Because I also think like tying a dog to a car in an airport parking lot is the same as just like, you Leaving might as well just go alone. kill it. Yeah. Or just let it loose. Like it would be, it would have been better <laughs> to just let it loose. Yeah, and someone Because at it. least it's not like trapped in a car in an airport parking lot. Who the fuck gets off a plane and goes, I think let's take a dog yeah most people that are like he should have put it in a like a sunday farmer's market mm-hmm. put it put it somewhere where people are like relaxed and near their house a park and like yeah a park right crazy shamrock you're dead to me oh same no good same no good same. zelda with a, and a funky hip are you yeah, kidding me a goofy hip people love a goofy hip i i follow so many of these dog instagram also put like put it on instagram yeah like just putting it on your Facebook, like who's Shamrock's Facebook friends? Probably yeah. a bunch of like bros who are high fiving about the Spice Girls. Now, do you think that McDonald's will have him be the face of the Shamrock Shake currently? Was that in the works? No, but I'm thinking. Do you think now because he's in the news of his name, like, I don't like know. oh, let's have this UFC fighter be the face for our Shamrock Shake? I think that McDonald's would be. They shouldn't do that, mostly because he's a completely unknown celebrity. Yeah, Cardi B has applied mm-hmm. applied to trademark her catchphrase. Oh. For use on merch and other swag, such as paper goods, cups and posters, and clothing items such as shirts, hoodies, pants, hats, shoes, and so forth. She applied to trademark occur, spelled with two R's and three R's, which would prohibit any unauthorized third parties from using occur or occur on any commercial items. Now, the Kardashian fans are not having it as they claim Khloe Kardashian coined the phrase in an episode of Keeping Up with the Kardashian. But all these hoes are really wrong because as everyone knows, this was a gay Alyssa term. Edwards. Huh? I would have thought it was Alyssa Edwards. Yeah, no, Alyssa, Alyssa Edwards, Edwards' daughter, Laganja Stranger, oh, was the first person to ever say it on TV in season six of RuPaul's Drag Race. I was but this has been known before that. This was a term that all the gays were saying, we ho. Uh, that's ridiculous it's ridiculous how is cardi b gonna coin this term i'm like fine with cardi b chloe kardashian that's ridiculous well cardi b too i mean i guess cardi b has is known for saying it but so yeah that's 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 no good i feel like for me the trademark should not be with a trademark commission of the world whatever they're called please do not trademark this (laughs) please yeah, that's that's crazy. I forgot. This I don't is too know extra. Why. That's too extra. That's that's ridiculous. I, I for some reason Cardi B doesn't bother me as much as Clit. It's like, don't like they they don't start anything. Yeah. Don't give the Kardashians credit for starting anything. Give them the credit for like recycling stuff and yeah. like sustaining themselves on so little. Yeah. You know, they didn't start anything. Exactly. Even though I do buy Khloe Kardashian's jeans. Oh, okay. We'll talk like about them. that. That's my next story. Really. Oh, okay. Hold on. Is it like anyone who buys her jeans are like supporting something horrible? No. A fan of Khloe Kardashian tweeted. So I realize I have to work 20 hours in order order to afford Khloe Kardashian's (laughs) jeans. And I'm in love with them. Catch me picking up extra shifts. To which Coco replied, ah, that is so cute. I'm so happy you enjoy them. However, many fans took issue with Khloe's words of choice. Quote, not to sound like a hater, but that's actually upset. This actually upsets me. Someone has to work a stupid amount of hours to afford one pair of jeans. Someone else tweeted, a millionaire thinks it's cute that people have to calculate and think how many hours they have to work to afford little things. Now, while there was a lot of hate, some people were on Team Coco and tweeted, it's funny how picking up extra shifts and earning your money because things in life aren't free can be used against you these days. Hmm. And I agree with that other person, that last person. The second person? Yeah, I mean. I didn't know that Khloe Kardashian was called Team Coco. I kind of feel like that was oh, I Conan. Think, oh. <laughs> but I like the I like the idea that Khloe Kardashian is like, I started a car 
I can't even do it. And yeah. I also am stealing Conan O'Brien. No, she didn't say that. I said oh, that. Oh, you said that. Okay. Because her, her nickname is Coco with a K. Got it. Okay. Because so it's so Coco, sorry. Kiki, and I don't know the other one. It's like Kim is Kiki. Courtney she's is. Coco. And she's Coco for Got Chloe. It. And Courtney is irrelevant. <laughs> That's great. Okay. I apologize. <laughs> oh, no. It's okay. But here's the thing. It's like, I think. Honestly, I think this, I think Chloe Kardashian is just enough. Like, honestly, it's like things cost money. People save. Yeah. Uh, people save their money to buy a Chanel bag. What's the difference? I'm not. I'm more mad about her trying to copyright that saying <laughs> than uh, her saying like, good for you. I mean, yeah. yeah, I would feel like they would probably expect her to be like, here's a free pair of jeans. Or yeah, something. that's what I'm saying. But like, you should it, give her a whole box of jeans. The Kardashians would not be where they are now if they ever gave any handouts to anybody. Yeah. And they do not. No. And I guess i have to respect them for i that. like their hustle but those jeans are good and honestly i mean they're they're very expensive they're like more expensive than like my old navy jeans they're not like there are other jeans that are more expensive than good american and jeans. what's the quality great i mean i have like three pairs that i've bought over the past like three years like i probably buy, I, I buy like a pair of jeans a year yeah that's like sort of and then i just wear them all day every day and they've lasted i mean the only problem with them is that my my body has expanded and it has that but that's not really on chloe yeah but they i think they do really well at being like when i'm like one of my butt is bigger they 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 accommodate it mm-hmm. and then when is it's it smaller, like stretched to it it's a little stretchy yeah okay. it's actually honestly like of the jeans that i've bought i'm i'm happy with them i i, I am a fan yeah, I, I do not like their um, body suits, though. Their body suits are crap. Yeah, you got to go to Fashion Nova for that. Yeah, don't. I, the, it's like the. No, it's crap. I'm sure that the actual Kardashian, they 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 might wear the jeans, but they do not wear those bodies. They get body suits somewhere else. Yeah. My last story, the mm-hmm. last story for the day. OK. And then that's it. We're done. Great. A vegan YouTuber was caught eating meat on camera and her followers were shook, understandably. In a YouTube video from her trip to, quote, plant-based paradise of Bali, Indonesia, some of her 2 million fans noticed that there was something unusually non-vegan in her salad that she was eating and what did turn out to be? Fish. Now, the video uh, creator, I don't know who this person is, um... She, uh, sorry, the video created a stir among the fans who felt betrayed by their vegan queen who so sharply broke her uh, plant-based lifestyle and by slipping it into a video without even warning their followers, like, trigger warning, I'm about to eat fish. Like, these vegans just could not handle it. She later blamed her doctor for the slip-up, saying that her vegan lifestyle had left her protein deficient and with an overgrowth of bacteria in her small intestine. Quote, I was obvi- I wasn't ovulating. I was basically anemic and my thyroid levels were low. It was really bad, but it was border- it was borderline. Shout out to Madonna. The- <laughs> borderline. I love that um, song. That's a bunch of bullshit. It's a bunch of bullshit, honey. Just, that is just- crazy. Of all the ways to get out of that pickle. Yeah. To be like, I was really unhealthy for my vegan diet. Yeah. And like I could have my bunch period. Of vegans who are like, yeah. Like, like I feel like she could have said I didn't know it was fish, fish in there. Yeah. I wasn't actually eating it. Uh, someone slipped that like fish in or like, yeah, oh. or like it was, it was, um, I didn't eat it. I just took a picture with it because it was good. Like, yeah, in, do they have video of her eating this? Yeah, fish? she was eating oh, it. Oh, she's eating it. Yeah, okay. but she could have been like, oh, like in the culture and the custom, it's rude to not eat something. So many other things that she could have said, other, blaming her, her doctor, doctor for her food choices that she is making and that everybody else around her is making and have like figured out. I think you take like vitamins, like you figure that shit out. If yeah. you really care about being vegan, 
you figure it out. And yeah. to say like, oh my God, this diet that we all do is really unhealthy, guys. Yeah. It's like crazy to me. Like she, she goofed all of y'all, okay? Yeah. All of you guys that were paying, basically paying for her body trip from buying all her products right. that she sponsored to, you know, hawk off to you dumbass vegans. I hate vegans. They're so fucking stupid. I mean, I, I'm like fine with everybody. Uh, like she can do whatever yeah, she Yeah, do wants, what she wants. she's going to like that, it just feels crazy to me. Um, and also it's just like, yeah, don't, we don't trust YouTubers. I mean, yeah. they, well, what are we, they're human yeah. people. They're, they're like humans that have a platform just like anybody else could. And, and they're only there because they're beautiful. It's yeah. like, honestly, it's like, it's crap. I mean, people should follow me. I think I'm followable. You are so beautiful. I think and I, love I following you. and I think I am inspirational and I think I am influenceable. You but people don't follow me because I'm not beautiful. But you know what I mean? That's okay. That's their loss. I follow you because you're beautiful. You make me want to go to Hugo's. You make me want to go to spin class and you make me want to go to Starbucks every day. Mm. I really do follow you that much that those are the things that See, you I need Starbucks to, to sponsor me. I need Hugo's to sponsor Hugo's me. Hugo's for sure. I need spin to sponsor me because that shit gets expensive. Mm-hmm. Even though I do need to start doing weight training more. It's just like, I do don't whatever you want. to be in pain. No, I need to change my body. Okay. I need to get it right, honey. Okay. No, I feel the same way. That's why I played <laughs> basketball for 10 minutes. Yeah. And I thought I, I gave up on myself. Like, I basically gave up on life. Yeah. But you're great. And I, I think that you're way better than this fish lady. Mm-hmm. Fish salad, too. Yeah. Gross. Nasty. Blame the chef. She should have had tuna. Who wants yeah. a piece of dry fish on Old a salad? fish on a salad. I want some tuna with some mayonnaise, oh. cranberries, walnuts. Don't you love like a scoop of tuna? I love a scoop of I tuna. I love the way that they refer to it as scoop of tuna. Yeah, because it is shaped like a scoop. Yeah. It like sounds, an ice cream scoop. Doesn't it sound like it just sounds like good. It sounds like a pillow. Yeah. Like linguistically. Uh-huh. Scoop of, I'll take a scoop of tuna. Yeah. Oh, I love it. I'm I love so it. Right I'm so Jewish. I love a scoop of tuna. Oh, yeah. You are Jewish. I forgot. <laughs> so am I. I love a scoop. A scoop of white fish salad. Yes. Oh. The Jews will just be giving you scoops. Yeah, scoops. We're big on scoops. Scoop of kugel. Mm. Scoop. Let me tell you, I have gluten-free egg noodles in my cabinet. Really? That I buy to make a gluten-free kugel mm. for Hanukkah and never end up making it. Is and it I wanted to make it for Passover. Mom was like, uh-uh. Your aunt's husband is not gonna be happy because it's not gonna be it's not gonna be uh, kosher. I was like, I don't give a fuck. Why would gluten f- is gluten free not kosher somehow? No, because um, or it's just not blessed. I think I don't. Isn't kosher that like you don't mix milk and dairy? I mean, well, dairy and meat. But a kugel does not have meat in I it. I know, but if they're eating like a brisket, if, oh, it, if the kugel has like sour cream. That's a good point. I don't know, but somehow every like, Passover I've ever been to has like kugel and. Oh, do you have kugels at Passover? Yeah. But I'm not. I'm not in a kosher. Oh yeah, realm. and neither are we. My mom did not raise us Jewish, but it's like her sister is. And her her sister, like my mom's Jewish, and her sister has a husband who's like Jewish, very but Jewish, like yeah. not very Jewish. But I guess I've never even heard this kosher thing in my life. So I'm like, girl mm. shenanigans. We, I don't yeah. even want to go to your broke ass. Uh, I will go. I've I've been missing Passover Passover every year for like three years. I've somehow had some reason why I have not been able to do Passover, and this year I really want to do it. And oh, it's coming up. Yeah. It's like in April something. Yeah. Now, let me ask you, did you have hamantashen for Purim this week? No, I did not even know it was Purim, but I will go get hamantashen. It's the first week of spring. I'm sorry. I get, I like the hamantashen at Cantor's. It's really big. <gasps> yes. Apricot. And I can't even eat them, but hamantashen is my favorite. Oh, yeah. Because I don't eat gluten. gluten. Yeah. Oh, which one's your favorite? Which filling? I love apricot. Apricot, me too. I love apricot. Because I went to a Jew. I went to my synagogue as my school up until like for like for all of like pre to elementary second grade. Yeah, so it's like we used to do all the poems. My stuff. younger sister did too. She went mm-hmm. to Jewish day school until fifth grade. Yeah, wow, it's be- it's the best. And my mom works there now, oh. at the same place where I went. 
And we, I just remember that um, that apricot hamantash is so good. Oh my god, so good. Mm. Uh, we could probably find you a gluten free one. I know. I was thinking to make it, but I don't like cooking. <laughs> well, well, I'll find you one. I'll send you one. Oh my god, we'll find one. Oh my god, I love. Okay, so I love, number one apricot, right? Yeah. Number two, the raspberry. Yes. Three. That like the date one, black one. the yeah. black one is that dates or chocolate? I don't I know what the fuck it is. It's not chocolate. It's, it's like I think it's like fig figs and chopped chopped date or it's what dates? is it like fig? fig? Yeah, fig. Yeah, that's it's like the last a fig one. Newton. It's basically a fig Newton. Yeah, that's the last one. And you know it's shaped like his hat. Mm-hmm. His hat has three corners. I had um pastrami and uh, latkes <gasps> yesterday. Oh, from where? From Langers. Where's that? In MacArthur Park, you Never don't know Langers, the best. So good. I had a, a hot pastrami sandwich from a gluten-free place in mm. San Francisco. Mm. Honey. Any good? No, the meat was weird. Okay, first okay. of all, the meat was weird, and the bread was, and it, like, it was, since all gluten-free stuff, yeah. the products are, like, smaller, the sandwich is, like, this big, there's, like, three bites. Yeah, that's so but good. But the meat was weird. Yeah, that doesn't sound great. Ugh. Okay. Mm-mm. Well. I have to make myself next time. Yeah. We'll get you some. I'm going to get you. I'm Do you like eating lookout. matzo with cream cheese and cherry jelly? I don't. I've never had that before. Oh. But I love. I don't know if I it's mean, a Jewish thing. It's something my, my mom did. No. I I mean, I my favorite thing was the matzah with the the horseradish. And I only like the horseradish that's like the red one. The, oh, yeah. With the beets. That and the, um what is it called? Haroset. Yeah. Oh, I love like Haroset. I like this, the, the crazy combination that you never the eat spicy, anywhere The spicy, the sweet. The spicy, the horseradish. It's like, where else do you get that other than like wasabi and ginger? Really? Yeah. And I love that. And but what's I was thinking about this the other day on my my waspy side of the family. I have like one Jewish side and one very like like Protestant side. Yeah. And we used to eat uh, white bread, cream cheese and cocktail olive sandwiches. And I had it's so good. But I had forgotten about it until like two days ago. I was thinking about that. So that I mean, but that's not the same as cream cheese and jelly. No, with the the chunky with the chunky cherry Jam. That sounds really good. Oh my god, it's my favorite thing. Mm. So good. This is making me so hungry. Well, th- there's the Rouse right down the street. They have the whole Jewish section. I think I'm gonna make that. I'm gonna get some matzah and then also make that cream cheese cocktail olive Olives. sandwich. That's sort of like if you've been drinking and you only have stuff for cocktails. Yeah, you can make that sandwich. Just throw it after. into your sandwich. It's pretty good. Huh. You learn something new every day, yeah, America or wherever America, you're listening from. I am gooped. Wherever you're listening from. <laughs> you know, I got listeners, you know, in the San Francisco Bay. Really? Atlanta Bay. Wow. Florida, probably. A lot of bays. Australia. Really? Honey, I have one, I think, if they're still you listening, I don't know. One person in Australia. Someone in Brazil, I think. That's great. They're from some Latin-speaking country. Cool. And those are my five listeners. <laughs> That's amazing. That's covering all corners of the globe. That's well, all now, Where need. are my Africans at? <laughs> no, can I say that? You can say that. I mean, where are they? They're probably in Africa. Where's my Japanese? In Japan. Why aren't they listening? I'll get them. Why is my Atlanteans not listening? I will. We're, we're we giving you chat on them, but we uh, we'll get them. We'll get them this time. We'll hold the mirror of society up to Iceland yeah. and say, "You need to listen to this." Do you know that that Weather Girl song, Success? No. Anyways, it's like their best song. But anyways, oh. they like they have a song where they're like they're naming all the places that they tour, <laughs> and I can't think of it in my head right now the lyrics. But like, why aren't all those people in that song listening to my? It's like Chicago, Philadelphia, Atlanta, LA. That sounds familiar. I mean, there's a lot of songs that list a lot of places, and it's a good way to know the world. Yeah, like, but, I mean, but they're only but they're only like. A, 
Oh yeah, and then there's like Fergie doing um, her LA love song where she's like, um, it was from her flop album. Her and she's talking album. about LA, but other cities too. Yeah, and she names other oh, cities. Yeah. Is it called LA Love? I don't know. I don't know. It's some song that flopped. Hmm. Poor Fergie. Poor Fergie from Hacienda Heights, California. Oh, oh, that's cool. Here's my hot take. I always yeah. get mad when everyone, when the DJ's like, oh, shout out to LA. I played this song for you. And they play like Dr. Dre or Snoop Dogg or something mm-hmm. like that. Yeah. Biggie, I don't know. Why are we not playing Fergie? She's from Hacienda Heights. They've got to expand. That is like the classic, like to play Snoop Dogg or. I don't understand. It's like if, if you say shout out to my LA people, this song's for you. Play London Bridge. <laughs> I mean, I, I heard London Bridges the other day and I was like, this is a timeless song. Yeah. It's such a good song. And she does feel very L.A. Yeah. Or like Randy Newman or something. Who? You know, I Randy know. Newman has a song called I Love L.A. Oh, yeah. It's the one that Chris Kardashian sang very famously in her song to her friends. You don't know that? Mm-mm. You've got to watch that. She back in the 90s, she said, like, I love my friends. You have no idea what I'm talking about. No, it's great. I have to Google search engine it. Yes, you must use your search engine of choice and look it up because it's really funny. Annabelle Seymour, thank you so much for coming on to the podcast today. Thank Thank you you so much, first of all, for gifting me with the news that you are a writer on a TV show. Honey. You're very welcome. Yeah, yeah, it's just, you know, it's exciting. But it really was that uh, doing that table read that you did Mm -hmm. that started the whole thing. So I really appreciate that. I like to take all the credit because I feel like I was the star. You were. You wore a fur jacket yes. to the table read in oh, the inner sanctum. Yes. <laughs> and you were very, and it was awesome. And I will say to everybody else listening to this podcast, get Julian to do your stuff because he's really good. Yeah. Yeah. People should put you in things. Uh, I don't know why they don't. Because it was I'm a no a brainer star. for me. Annabelle, where can people find you if they're interested? Like no, I don't want your media. address. Yeah. yeah. Social media. <laughs> you can find me. You can find me anywhere that has food because I am hungry right now. <laughs> Um, she's, my, she's at the funeral yes, she's at the wedding anywhere, anywhere, anywhere there's, there's free, food. free meat <laughs> any cold cuts um, you can find me I mean I, my social media presence kind of exists more on my like parody accounts I feel like but mm-hmm. you know Instagram Annabelle Seymour mm-hmm. um, I have another Instagram account that's yeah. it's a living New Yorker cartoon that I use a lot which is my bit where I, I put the phrase it's a living to every New Yorker caption contest because okay. it works every time. Yeah. That's really stupid. You know, I love, I love extra second accounts, third accounts, fourth accounts. I have, I have so many. I have meme accounts. I have List all your Twitters. accounts. I have, I have two Twitters. One is Annabelle Seymour and then one is uh, Truman, uh, Truman Show T, which I, I tweet as Truman from the Truman Show, but in modern day. No, you're going to have to spell your name because you don't spell Annabelle the real right way. As like my you don't sister, think I spelled the well, right way? My sister Annabelle is A-N-N-A-B-E-L-L-E, Annabelle. That is exactly the opposite of the way exactly. I spell it. So mine is A-N-N-A-B-E-L. And that's right. You're missing a bunch of letters. I mean, or I've, or I just have it different. Yeah. There's no right way <laughs> to spell it. <laughs> But yeah, you can you can find me. Yeah, I, I have a lot of fun on the internet. And Seymour is S E Y M O U R. That's it. That's me. A N N A B E L S E Y M O U R. Yeah, you can find me at SoundCloud at Nathan Lane. Oh. On SoundCloud, I'm I'm all over the place. Damn. Yeah, I make mashups. I probably promoted that last time. I don't remember. Mm. Nathan Lane, one word. L A N E. Yeah, but that's my whole thing. That's my whole presence. And in two years, if you remember yeah. this podcast, you might see her might see name in the credits. credits of a Netflix show, baby. That's true. That's true. Ooh, ooh. <laughs> I have a question really quick. Now, how does a writer's, you know, how when you see writer's credits, like um, written by 
so and so. But it's like there's a writer's room. So it's you guys all pitch together and then one person just gets the responsibility to write Everyone the episode. Everyone pitches together and everything. One person will go and take and, and you're essentially writing the first draft. So you so you ever you you don't come up with the idea for your episode all on your own. Everybody comes up with it. But then like I had to go for a week and go and write the episode based on what we all agreed on and then bring it back in the room. So by the end, when it's actually on screen, it's covered in by everyone. It's like everybody's kind of it's not like cuz oh. you have to kind of make it connect to the other episodes, right? Yeah. So there's a lot that happens after that process, but generally that person at least wrote the first draft. Wonderful. By themselves. How it's kind of cool. How many did you write? Huh? One. Just one. <laughs> that's enough. This one. That's one is I more need. than none. Yeah. Get that credit, honey. Get that sad card. I will. Oh, I don't get a sad card. Oh. <laughs> Maybe I wrote myself in all the parts, but no. <laughs> But it's fun. It's cool. That's so cool. Congratulations. Thank I love you. it. Thank you. Until next time, to my listeners, follow me on Instagram at North Hollywood Jewels. Follow my podcast at Two Extra Podcasts. That's the number two extra podcast. I don't really post it that as much. But hey, you can just follow me on my Instagram at North Hollywood Jewels. I really don't post that much on my grid, but honey, I'm always active on my story. Yes, that's true. And I love them. And I let me tell you some tea. Uh-huh. yesterday I told myself I'm going to stop posting my story because honestly it's like I feel like my life is so boring so like all everything I po- everything I post is like me just trying to pretend my life is so cool but it's not uh-huh. and I was like you know I'm not going to post anymore and then I went out last night and I started posting again mm-hmm. so I'm like you know what I'm going to keep posting but I don't want to post you know what I mean I want to be one of those people that doesn't have to like post everything on social media yeah or just don't worry about it and just do it because it feels yeah good. I'm gonna just do don't me don't worry that you're trying to be someone you're not just be you and yeah. if you're the person that posts then you're the person that posts yeah I really appreciate it I love uh, your story thank so you. just be you dude. just be you. you bye hey what's up sinners all around the world my name is Joe and I am inviting you to join me every other Sunday on choose your own religion I interview comedians, musicians, pastors, atheists, academics, other smart people about their take on God and spirituality. And uh, sometimes we even make up a religion. It's called Choose Your Own Religion, not take whatever one there is. So uh, check us out and subscribe on Apple Podcasts, Stitcher, Google Play, wherever you find podcasts. And until then, you're in my thoughts and prayers. That's Choose Your Own Religion on Campfire Media. Campfire.